Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It's totally free to subscribe. Social media posts only make it to approximately 10% of your followers, so this is my way of communicating with you more directly. I hope you enjoy. Subscribe. Welcome to the block. Public service announcement. If you've had your first COVID vaccine, congratulations. If you've had two COVID vaccine doses already, double good for you. If you only require one dose and you got that dose, fantastic. If you're like me, then you're still ineligible for any COVID-19 vaccine. Despite conflicting reports about how many doses are being wasted here in California, and some states not even counting how many doses are being wasted, the state of California remains officially only giving doses to those aged 50 and up, if not otherwise at risk. An LA Times article Thursday is giving people the lowdown on how to get a vaccine in California, even if you aren't eligible for one yet, without cheating, of course. Even though Biden moved up the deadline for all adults to be eligible for a vaccine to April 19th, I'm still not technically eligible yet in California. Personally, I'll be happy to get a vaccine and feel safer for myself and for those with whom I come into contact. I'll even be happy to get a vaccine passport in order to reopen travel and tourism, sports, and live entertainment if that's what it takes. I'm not sure exactly what people even mean when they talk about vaccine passports, but it doesn't seem as scary to me as some people make it out to be. On Wednesday, the governor of Idaho issued an executive order banning the state government from implementing or using vaccine passports. This is on the heels of the governments of Texas and Florida doing the same thing recently. Do I think people should be required to get the vaccine or to get a vaccine passport? No, I don't believe they should be required. But do I have a problem getting one myself in order to enjoy some of my favorite leisure activities that I used to enjoy? I certainly do not. These industries have been really hurt over the last year, and I'm hoping to see them bounce back stronger than ever as more of the population is vaccinated and as the fear that has defined the pandemic subsides into distant memory. The passport thing could go too far, though. If the government were to start requiring these passports at outdoor venues like national parks, it seems overdone to me. If private businesses require them to operate safely, I'm all for it. I'm even for keeping some of the measures from the pandemic in place long term. I don't have a problem with more mask wearing and better cleanliness practices at heavily communal places like on airplanes, public transportation, and at grocery stores. We just need to be logical about this. Today, I went to the dentist and they took my temperature. My barber has been doing this as well. This seems like a smart practice. We could add this to places like the grocery store or the airplane relatively painlessly. And if it's too much to do this permanently, at least we can add it to our pandemic playbook. Shutting everything down and waiting for a vaccine is not necessarily the best way to do things. It is definitely not the best way if you come from the deemed unessential industries that had your business ordered closed by the government. As we round the corner of the darkest days of the pandemic, I have been reflecting on how the whole thing went down. What stands out to me is the continual movement of the goalpost by our public health leaders, political leaders, and media coverage. In the beginning, even public health professionals were told they needn't use masks any differently than normal. We, as the public, were told 15 days to slow the spread. That turned into 15 months. We had opportunistic governors, and the cumulative number of deaths caused by the pandemic was daily headline news every day while Trump was president, but this number has faded into the background under Biden. It ultimately feels like the whole thing was overly politicized, and unfortunately, the immediate response for most people last March 
was to just panic and buy toilet paper. And now, as the vaccines get rolled out, it becomes even more apparent how the world works. The richest countries like the United States are hoarding the vaccines from poorer countries. According to The Guardian, rich countries with 14% of the world's population have secured 53% of the best vaccines. Now, the rich countries likely produced upwards of 100% of the vaccines, so I can't say I blame them or blame us necessarily. The Guardian also reports that 9 out of 10 people in poor countries may never be vaccinated at all. So while it might be fun to act all annoyed that I haven't been able to get a vaccine yet, the reality of the world we live in is much more humbling. I'm lucky to be getting a vaccine at all. Thank you to anyone who had a part in developing them. We are all in your debt. Until next time, block. What's going on? Here comes your market close snapshot from Thursday, April 8th, 2021. In U.S. bond yields and global equities, the 10-year and the 30-year continue to retreat. The 10-year is down to 1.621, and the 30-year is down to 2.311. In U.S. equities, the NASDAQ outperformed. It was up 1% today, and the S&P 500 hit a new all-time high today. The Russell 2000 was also up almost a percent. The HSI outperformed internationally. It was up over a percent. In the USA Big 8 stocks, Tesla and Apple led the way, both up 1.9%. In the China Big 8 stocks, Tencent Music led the way on the downside, down 2%, and NIO led the way on the upside, up 3.8%. Taiwan Semiconductor was also up 3%. In U.S. banking, fintech, and crypto, Square was up over 5%. PayPal was up 3.5%. And Bitcoin was up 3%, and Ethereum up 5%, both of those rebounding Bitcoin is, was at 57,694 and Ethereum at 2,062. Bitcoin dominance is down another percent, down to 56.64. In mining, metals, and foreign exchange, the GDAX, the gold mining index, was up 2%. Gold was up 1% to 1,756. And silver was also up over a percent. The dollar index was down almost half a percent to 92.066. And the euro and the yen both gained around half a percent on the dollar. And finally, in commodities, oil was up almost half a percent, still under $60 a barrel. Copper and aluminum were both up a percent. And wheat and corn were both up. Wheat up 2% and corn futures up over 3%. All right. Thanks for joining. Talk to you soon. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. It's totally free to subscribe, and all my clients get the first year paid subscription free with any package purchased. With the paid subscription, you'll get investment research tips in real time to help you expand your wealth. I do the research so you don't have to. For those who don't know, I run Elbay Endeavors, a consulting company which helps individuals and entrepreneurs expand their wealth and businesses. We offer packages suitable for everyone from rising investors to Fortune 500 companies. No matter where you are on your financial or entrepreneurial journey, we're here to help you get to the next level. Download our free guide and schedule your free 30-minute consultation to get started working with us today. The annual subscription costs less than 22 cents a day. You really can't afford to be without it.